cold here and uh, we were digging through the archives of episodes and I found a lost episode that we actually did uh, right when Grace uh, moved to Chicago. She's still in Chicago finishing up school there for her comedy writing degree. Very exciting stuff. Um, and we uh, have a really great episode for you that we thought we lost. So this is a bit of a treat for you guys. Um, uh, we did record this episode a while ago, uh, I think in like July, so our dates are uh, super outdated that we plug, uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and do some quick dates here for you and then we're going to get right into the episode. Um, you can uh, follow Mitch Holloman still at his piping hot Instagram account, at Mitch Holloman, and uh, across all social media at that handle. Uh, you can follow uh, Gracie Todd at gtodd321 uh, and her dates uh, in Chicago uh, on the 22nd. Uh, she's doing the Tomato Throw Show at Comedy Bar, so check that out. That's a really fun format. And then the 23rd, uh, Verified Laughs at the Laugh Factory. So go go support your girl, the, the, the Gracie... The Grace, the Grace, the Grace Man uh, herself at uh, Laugh Factory. If you're in the Chicago area, uh, I'm gonna be doing uh, Cobb's uh, Comedy. Uh, <laughs> oh damn it, Cobb's Comedy Club, uh, the 25th and the 26th, opening for Josh Wolf, uh, Stephen Randolph. It's gonna be a really, really good show. And then Cobb's is putting uh, one of their people on the show too. And uh, only heard really great things about those comedians. So. Definitely fucking check that out. Um, and then I'm going to be flying uh, from San Francisco straight to Vegas. And I'm doing shows in Vegas on the 27th and the 28th. Uh, and then back in LA, I'm doing shows the 29th, uh, the 30th, and the 31st. And then we have Kids in the Yard on the 2nd. So there's plenty of chances to see me uh, at the end of the month. I'm going to be doing a lot of shows. So come out, uh, check it out. November 2nd, Kids in the Yard. It's going to be fucking awesome. Josh Wolf is headlining that. Uh, it's going to be an incredible show. We have one of our best lineups yet. Um, really excited. And this is a great episode, so enjoy, you guys. Thank you. And you know what? You guys earned it. Let's play that motherfucking theme song one more time. Extremely internet, motherfucking internet, oh. Extremely internet, we on the fucking of the internet. Welcome to another episode of Extremely Internet, a podcast that dives deep into internet history, into internet culture, where we take one crazy story from the internet. Maybe you've heard of it, but you definitely never heard of it. Like this one, baby. And we, <laughs> we, we take that fucking story, we turn that son of a bitch sideways, and we shove it up your candy asses where the sun don't shine, sucka. Because we got Hell one yeah. fucking objective, and that's to entertain and to edutain our fucking listeners. Our <laughs> listeners, of course, the extremists, you people, you fucking <laughs> dirty fucking fingered little mongrels, <laughs> downloaded this fucking shit. <laughs> uh, we, we love you, and uh, we've got another incredible episode for you. I'm, of course, your uh, host, uh, big old, big old boy, <laughs> Kyle Anderson. <laughs> 
<laughs> joined by uh, your host, the- who's fucking tired. Yeah. Of this intro, like, was so tired of <laughs> all the intros. My name is Mitchell Tired Holloman. Mitchell Tyler Holloman. And um, also jo- joined by your uh, resident abstract comedian, um, very oh <laughs> abstract comedy. Hey guys, this week this week the joke is Gracie's alt. Guess what? Hey guys, um, Gracie Todd. Cool. Look, Gracie Todd just wanted to prove that alt comedy is funny, and she will, and that's fine. <laughs> she will. She has. Already. She's doing her best. She's having fun. She's out in Chicago. She's living her dream. All right, next. So, Grace, I have to ask, did you uh did Emma send you the text that I asked her to send you? Yes. Did you get a video? She did a video. Yeah, do you okay, need me cool. when I want you to go ahead and start watching that and I am going to okay. show it to Kyle. Oh, is this uh, is this on. is this your this little delight thing that now, you love this is, every This month? is not a palate cleanser as much as uh Something I've really liked that Emma okay. showed me. Okay. Um, this was uploaded. But it will not play the fucking ballot. This was a vine. It's just Emma nudes. <laughs> <laughs> this was a vine that was uploaded in, uh, I believe, 2014 by a user uh, by the name of Daniel Gomez, who we've been trying to contact. Daniel Gomez, if you're out there, we're looking for you. Um, we, can, we, can, we can make your mother answer for her crimes. Now, I'm, I'm go ready to press show play. To Kyle right now. Yep, I'm All right, going I'm pressing back to play. the beginning. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Were they just kissing? Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. Now, hold the on. The part where hold she said... I want you to watch it one more time. Okay. Angel, are you okay? Our producer, Emma, just fell. And, of course, she's not even watching the levels. She's not even close to the <laughs> machine. Yo, she can't even God, handle her she can't own even keep level. Her phone on the... Okay. Producer, Emma, maybe you chill. God, so I'm going to show it to you Rogan one more time, Grace. Jamie, I'd like you to watch me. this again, too. I w- I, I, We're I, running back this video. Now, if I'm you do want to watch this video, it's called Is This Allowed Original Now, Vibe. the original uh, upload was titled Is This Allowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. That makes sense. With two crying face emojis followed. That makes but, sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason that I'm showing this, guys, to you is because... There's some theories online. Oh, shit. Do tell. Kyle, I'm going to just have you go ahead and read that. Anonymous asked, Une, I I just... Unea. Oh, Unea, I just found out in the Is This Allowed Vine, the guy was a mannequin this whole time. What? What? No. Wait. No. Wait, wait, run Hold this. On. I want you to mull that over again. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just replay that yes. in your head. <laughs> yes, yes. No. I'm mulling that no, over. Man, now Hold let's on. note it. Now after that, uh, Coffee and Communism, uh, the Tumblr account, commented, "Fun reminder that he isn't a mannequin. I went to high school with both of these people." And then posted a couple of photos. Now there's a photo from the video. Okay. There's a photo of the two seemingly from prom. Okay. And then there's a photo of the girl's high school yearbook. Sure. Okay. When asked if she has a photo of the boy's high school yearbook uh, photo, she says that he graduated a year before her. Okay. 
Yo, he's dead as fuck. Now, if you look at the video, uh, his hands don't move the entire time. His eyes never open. And the whole time that his girlfriend is being yelled at, he's, he's motionless. His eyes are shut. Can you run this She back? turns around yeah. to yell stop. And if you notice, she has to continue holding his hand. The entire time, it appears that she is supporting him. Now, let's go ahead and uh, review the video. All right. I'm going to go ahead Ladies and... Ladies uh, and gentlemen, you're definitely going to want to put this into your full fucking screen clicky at this clack time. machine. <laughs> now... Oh, my God. He really isn't moving, though. Oh God. Wait, why is he not moving? <laughs> oh, my God. Please. There we go. So oh, my see. God. Yeah. Look at this. The entire... It's look a mannequin. At look at his the hands. The face. The face. It's a mannequin. The face never moves. It's a mannequin. I want you to go frame by frame, Grace. It's a mannequin. All right. Frame by fucking... All right. Does I don't that know back arm move? There. We have to watch that back no, arm. No, that back arm never moves. Look at the position it's bent in. Oh, my God. Isn't that unnatural? And look at the positioning of the elbow on the left arm. It's too low. It's weird. It's like a real doll. This girl wow. is doing a Lars and the real girl. Wow. And my theory I is that the Tumblr account Coffee and Communism is her. I wish he wasn't moving so much yo because his eyes are never open i wish he wasn't moving so much like the camera i know the i camera agree operator I, I i also wish is that so jerky that the guy almost looks like he's moving but he's not look at this these first few frames look at the yeah, fingers the face look how unnatural the, the fingers look the face and the fingers look like they're a sculpture to me now even i will go back to what the, uh, fuck? the photo that uh emma could you send grace the tumblr post Thank you so much, Angel. We have our producer, Emma's on. Now, it. look at the prom photo. For what? Look at the positioning of the fingers <laughs> on the prom photo. They're identical. Nothing is Oh, my is God, moved. you're right. And it's just like them kissing, but like their faces are covered a little bit, so you can't see everything. Gracie, uh... I just got it. What do you think is your... What, what, Okay. Okay. At first, I I didn't think it was a mannequin, but like the more I look into it, really got me is his eyes never change. Yeah. Look at the eyes. That's what really. And like somebody like, comes up I'm to saying, you, the eyes somebody never comes open. up to you, and they're filming you like in a fucking Starbucks. Like you're gonna. You don't even look at them. You're gonna look. You at You don't them even a move around That's or anything. Crazy. And it would make sense why he's saying, "Is this allowed?" Right. 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 That's why he's going. Because they're allowed? just kissing. That's not that. I thought. At first, for the longest time, we thought he was just like being a fucker and being hilarious and yelling like, "Is this allowed at these at these kids?" Like that's hilarious. It's like a girl talking to her mannequin in yeah. Starbucks. Wait, are there any more photos, or is it just that prom one? That's it. Okay, then no, yeah, for sure he's a mannequin. Yep. Grace says for sure. Yeah, no, mannequin for sure for because. Sure. Like, if that's the only other poster, like, picture she posted, there's no way. But it's so realistic looking. But this, we would move. this I do yeah. have to ask the both of you now. Uh, is this allowed? <laughs> is this allowed? Guys, today's know, first like, source comes from Neil Genslinger, the New York Times. 
I'm pretty much just, I, I, I ripped from his article. It's a nice little read. If Grace, you come back. Where are you? Care about the subject. Oh, sorry. I was just, I'm like still gazing oh, at Oh, no. Photo. We have to, this has to be dropped because there's, there's it's, it's too polarizing online. People say he's a mannequin. He's not a mannequin. I am of the firm belief that he is a mannequin or yeah, like we're, a real We're, we're all like mannequin, right? We're all team we're, mannequin. Oh, we're, we're team mannequin. mannequin. Prove us wrong, though. Prove us wrong. Yeah, I will get love at to us hear at extreme, extremely internet at gmail.com. Also, if you can just date hot mannequins, why am I trying? Yeah, if you can just date hot mannequins, it's like we're all fucking over. <laughs> we're all done. For. The sex robots are okay, gonna get us. So now today's story, as always, I love to do backstory. This is from Neil Genslinger at the New York Times. The idea, Neil Genslinger. I hardly knew her. Oh. <laughs> uh, if I didn't have Diet Coke and bourbon in my mouth oh, at that fucking moment. <laughs> fucking Emma's fucking tickling my feet like she's giving to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Oof. The idea that became creep. Barney. God damn it, Grace. If you sing that one more time. <laughs> is that your oh alt no. act? God. It's not far off. I'll damn tell you it. That fucking much. All right, you know what, you guys? I'm going to literally go... What, to Chicago? Cry. <laughs> oh, stop, I'll cry. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get in. <laughs> the idea that became Barney originated... Oh, my God. <laughs> ...with a former teacher in Texas named Cheryl Leach. Can I just say that um, I, you didn't know this... Uh, going into this story, clearly, uh, Barney may be one of the most pivotal uh, parts of my childhood. I had what? about oh, ten dude, different I had Barney live dolls. Tapes, I had dog. every tape. They were purple cassettes. I had every fucking tape. I had uh, my dad. This is how intense I was. We were supposed to go to this thing where, like, it was supposed to be like a Barney thing, like where you could uh. like a meet and greet at like a toy store. And I was like stoked on it for like two months beforehand, right? And then the oh guy who was supposed to play Barney didn't show up. And you had to be Yo. a certain height to wear the suit. And my dad, my dad, my dad was like, if I wear the suit for like four or five hours and do it for all the kids, can we like, can my kids still see Barney? And they were like, sure. And oh so he just worked God. a shift as a Barney at a toy store for me. <laughs> huh? Yo, hella noble. Yeah, of him. He was just in the suit. You know, he was fine. But he, yeah, I have a really good picture of me like as a really little kid, like three years old. On Barney's lap, Did and I'm fucking stoked. Barney Ew. was my boy. I love you. You love me. We are one family. Uh, did you guys know Selena Gomez was a uh, original Barney actor? I did know that actually, and we I was gonna try to pull up the photo of uh today. What we're gonna focus on actually is one of the actors Ooh. who uh. He did not voice Barney, but he was the man in the suit. He was the man who gave oh, life shit. to the movements of Barney for cool. uh, about 10 years. The original Barney? Uh, he was... Well, let's jump back in. Jump back yeah. in the background. Okay, so he was made by, what was her name? Cheryl Slitz? Slitz? Schlitzbeer? <laughs> what was her name? So Cheryl Leach. Cheryl Leach. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> was stuck in traffic one day in 1987. <laughs> 1987. Good she year. was a former teacher, and she had the idea of developing a video that would keep her, her young son entertained. Mm -hmm. I feel she, that. So she and two partners, Dennis Shazar. It's crazy that that's never a problem a mother will ever have again. 
Like, I wish there were more videos for my kid to watch. <laughs> yeah, this is pre-TikTok, guys. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so Dennis DeShazer Dennis and Kathy Parker, they filmed a home video series that they called Barney in the Backyard Gang. Okay. Okay. Let's... Let's talk about, like, maybe not the best name, right? Okay, but hold on, let me ask you this. They do sound like a group of guys in Boston that, like, beat up ethnic people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but don't go sell the Ninth Street after midnight. Barney and the Backyard Gang's always mulling around looking for Puerto Ricans. It's like, oh, shit. Dude, I saw Barney and the Backyard Gang on X videos the other day, dude. Wild. (laughs) The Backyard. <laughs> to call a butthole a backyard is wild and cool. <laughs> only true, Wait, only true cool people call call their butthole the backyard. That's why I run a backyard show. It's a butthole show. <laughs> Dude, I just imagine you and Gina have these conversations constantly. Of Gina being like, "Please stop calling it my backyard." Um, I'm we never you. we never refer to each other's assholes. It's almost like we don't even have them. <laughs> We <laughs> absence of, of the anus in our relationship, and we both prefer it that way. That's how you last. Zero assholes, zero problems. Last. All right, go on, Mitch. Those Mitch sorts Mitch. of DIY home videos were the web series of that era. A lot of individuals and small companies were shooting them, hoping that they would catch on. Unlike many of those, the Barney creators understood the importance of marketing, and through a grassroots effort, they managed to get their early Barney tapes into schools, video stores, and other outlets well beyond Texas. Hmm. Oh, keep going? Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. For sure. They're, they're just good at marketing. There's no comedy there, Mitch. They're just good at marketing. Yeah, dude, there's no comedy in marketing, like, other than their marketing dinosaur what? What? <laughs> what? Dinosaur! sword, like a sword. I don't get they're it. The, I don't. That's still not that's a, a joke. really bad. <laughs> that's still not a joke, just because. Dude, for now on, Gracie's every joke is fuck, dude. Yeah, Gracie's <laughs> alternatively funny. Can we cut that out and replace it with a good one-liner? Sure. Yeah, give us a good one-liner to replace it with right now. <laughs> okay, dinosaur. Okay, that's, I feel like that might be the same one again. <laughs> Around this time, <laughs> PBS, the public broadcasting system. But there's a system, right? I thought it stood for public dinosaur sword. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you so much. PBS had let it be known among its affiliates. <laughs> That it was interested in broadening its offerings for children, having had success with Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Larry Rifkin, then the executive, <laughs> doesn't he sound like the Larry Rifkin? Yeah, he, he That's definitely. That's the new character I've been doing on stage, Larry Rifkin. <laughs> Larry Rifkin does sound like he gets me tooed for sure. <laughs> Guys, can we keep this Larry Rifkin going? <sighs> <laughs> she said, got him. We edit this Larry Rift in. All right, and my dinosaur was bad. We're really going to stick with that? We're going to stick with... Larry Rifkin, then the executive <laughs> vice president for programming at the Connecticut affiliate, CPTV, 
didn't give PBS's request much thought since CPTV didn't have a significant producing budget. The C in CPTV stands for sword. (laughs) 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 Fuck off. (laughs) God damn it. But by happenstance, Mr. Rifkin recalled, on Super Bowl Sunday in 1991, I ended up in our local video store. It was on Route 69. I was looking for some fatty titties, and I was looking for a gangbang compilation known as the Backyard Boys. (laughs) (laughs) He just got what he thought was a porn, and it was just fucking porn. What day was this? This is Thanksgiving Day or something? Super Bowl Sunday, 1991. Oh, yeah. He just ate 40 wings and tried to beat it. In a video store on Route 69. Yeah. Uh, he was looking for <laughs> the a worst hooker. part was that he still got off. Am I right? It, I don't know why this is included in it, but it was beside a gas station. <laughs> I figured it was a video store. It was a video now, sword. In this video sword, God damn it! There was a copy of Barney and the Backyard Gang. Mr. Rifkin's yeah. four-year-old daughter, Leora, pulled it off. Maybe Mr. Rifkin speculated she was attracted by the colorful box. And once they got it home, she wouldn't stop watching it. That little girl changed so many people's lives financially. (laughs) (laughs) She had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Like so many people. I'm telling you, women are the future, dude. By one little girl being like, ah, the purple dinosaur. (laughs) To make sure that Leora wasn't uh, atypical, he wanted to see if another kid had the same reaction to Barney. So he called some friends with a daughter the same age. Mm. He had to test it out. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Kathy, I got got this fucking dinosaur tape. I got to fucking test on your daughter. (laughs) Send her over. I found it next to a gas station. (laughs) I don't know who made it. Wait, on this tape, did it have like the original Barney suit or was it like a makeshift it was, Barney no, suit? No, it was basically the original one, but I remember this because I okay. had Barney in the backyard tape, backyard gang tapes um, before it was Barney. Wait, really? Yeah, absolutely. I still. Oh, baby. They were just really old looking ones. They actually weren't that low production quality. No, they looked. Yo, you guys are like original fans. Oh, dude, you have no clue. I went hard in the paint. <laughs> Fucking. Whis- whiskey camp. Um, but, uh, no, uh, the only real difference was that Barney was like a, a deep purple. Yeah. He was a way he darker was like purple. like a deep ass purple. Yeah. It was before he got okay, all w- drakeified and light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> it was his more edgy days. I feel that. Um, I do, I do remember the the picture I have with my dad. It's w- it's like a deep purple Barney. Yeah, hell yeah, OG. Yeah. Um, y'all should uh, y'all should link those uh, those photos. I'll see if I can get my parents to find that Barney picture. Because honestly, I just want to see them. Yeah, it's it is very fucking cute. <laughs> the kids were enthralled by the video. Mr. Rifkin knew that he was looking at an opportunity. I saw a lot of things that were a little bit different, he recalled of his reaction to the video. Children leading the action, music was driving it. There was a certain motif to this that I thought was very loving and caring. In a sense, the way I looked at this, it reminded me of Fred Rogers in a dinosaur costume. 
which is just the scariest thing I can imagine. It's also the only thing I yeah. can do to come. <laughs> I have to have the mental image of Fred Rogers just changing out of a fucking sweater and then putting on this lumbering Here's suit. Here's another fun little reason that I found. I couldn't find like a for sure source on this one, uh-huh. but I included it because I, I just loved it. Uh, Rifkin thought Barney had appeal because he was not as neurotic as Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Br- Big Bird's a shifty fucking weirdo. <laughs> Yo, dude, the amount of uh, cocaine Honestly, Big Bird was doing. <laughs> yeah, that fucking nose. You could do that like four nose. inches of cocaine at once. Are you kidding me? That beak was designed to do fucking blow. Listen, Beak listen was to me. Designed because listen to of me. Blow. The only person who does more blow than fucking Big Bird is Snuffleupagus, and that's because his power is <laughs> having a nose. <laughs> I like how you assume all people with big noses are coke addicts. They can be yeah. easier. Okay, no, I feel. Think that. about how fucking hard it is for those like shrimp muppets to do coke. They don't even have noses. <laughs> God damn it! Manamana, he can't do coke. There's nothing there, dude. Beaker's Yo, I don't fucked. know shit about yeah, Ma- Beaker can't uh, do muppets. coke. He can but only shoot up. The pro- <laughs> A Beaker can only shoot up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but what do you think Elmo was doing? <laughs> like an ecstasy, he dude. He's all Elmo's an ecstasy. Boys. Oh yeah, he's definitely. No, like he. Okay. Actually, you guys know about Kevin Clash, right? Yeah. Yeah. What the Grace, fuck do you, you know about Kevin about? Clash? Oh, no. Grace, the man who played Elmo for like 14 years or better had a, a relationship with a 14-year-old boy, like a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old boy. His name is Kevin Clash. Damn it. He was tickling hella boys. And his goldfish, too. <laughs> Leo. Wait, that's the Disney one. Oh, well. Dude, um, I never thought we'd be living in a generation where fucking Elmo got canceled. Well, Grace, not the. Not the Muppet. The Muppet's still okay. Nah, dude. It's, it's Elmo. Like Kevin Clash. Imagine, imagine the, uh, imagine <laughs> the like Elmo possessed. Muppet standing in a doorway just jerking off his little red penis, not letting you pass. Yeah, dude. I don't know who Kevin Clash is. Whoever like takes on Elmo takes on the pedophilia, too. Yeah, it's part of the curse. <laughs> Mr. Rifkin went on to secure a production deal, and a little more than a year later, Barney and Friends made its national debut on PBS. Cracking a cold Barney and the boys. <laughs> the television exposure sent Barney Mania, which had already been building, into overdrive. Barney Mania! You have to get a fucking shot at the VA to cure your Barney Mania. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on fucking opiates for nine months trying to get myself off of Barney Mania. Dude, I was fucking people in dinosaur costumes for six months trying to get off of Barney Mania. I kept saying dinosaur, and it's fucking the worst disease. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Now, PBS, Mr. Rifkin said, had just switched to a model in which, rather than being affiliate-driven, decisions about what stayed on the air were made by an executive at the national level. And that executive apparently didn't get Barney 
or understand how fast the dinosaurs <laughs> fan base was building. Can you imagine just like a 40-year-old man sitting in an office alone watching Barney the Dinosaur and being like, I just, it doesn't, what's the appeal? <laughs> but Who's this, this for? But do you not re- for me. Do you remember what else would be on PBS the rest of the fucking day? That would be like old Dude. British people just standing in a room being like, well, I have only a wrinkle to give you, my dear. <laughs> like, it was I just think... the worst television. So it's that guy who decided I should all that's think, good. Um, I should have think Teletubbies was, like, so smart for its time. What? Why? You remember I the Baby Sun? What are so you talking much. about? Did you know that the Baby Sun is kind of hot now? Oh, God. No, she's, like, all grown up now. And she's, like. Yeah, dude, she's a son. Her whole thing is being hot. Joke, Joke of the pod. Oh wow! What if those were my last words? That was good. That was good. She's oh. hot now, though. In reality. Yeah, like Eminem's daughter. Who cares? The show was scheduled Haley. to be axed after its first thirty episodes. Good. Kill the dinosaur. Extinction. That was ultimately prevented by a bit of lobbying including, Mr. Rifkin recalled, a memorable appearance by Barney at the shops at the Hartford Civic Center. This is a quote. That's the closest I've ever come to feeling what Beatlemania was like. (laughs) He killed 13 men that day. That's the closest I've ever come to coming. That's the closest I've ever come to kids. So now we get to the meat of our story. The what? The skeet of our story, he said. Yeah. That's not what I said, Grace. He said the skeet of our story. The nut of He the said story. the meat. I get it. I'm back. Fuck you. He said you. the nut of the fucking story, dude. The chewy, gooey, <laughs> milky center. He said the I'm literally going to. He gonna, said the I, gummy of the tail. The cummy of the tummy, am I right? The cummy of the tummy. <laughs> the David, splurge of the bulge. Sorry, I'm done. David Eugene Joyner. Hot. On the 4th of July. Joyner? I hardly know hardly her. Hardly know her. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, God, he's hey, He looks so stupid. So fucking stupid. <laughs> Got your fucking ass, dude. Got your whole fucking ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. David Joyner was born on the 4th of July, 1963. God He's bless best America. known for physically portraying Barney. Bob West voiced the character, but he played Barney okay, what? from 1991. <laughs> Bob West doesn't matter. Uh, from 1991 <laughs> to 2002. That's both an action and a direction, Bob West. <laughs> <laughs> That's a person's name. When you're you, at work you, tour. <laughs> you can physically act out his name. <laughs> <laughs> when you're at warp tour and you got a Bob West, am I right, my dude? Uh, when you're out, well, the, like, when you're out in the middle of the lake and you got a Bob West. No, but like, <laughs> have you ever graced Todd with your presence? <laughs> oh shit! 
I felt good. I haven't. He attended MacArthur High School and graduated with a degree in electronic engineering technology from the ITT Technical Institute in Indianapolis. Not into yeah, him. Go fighting hornets. He worked Not as a software it. analyst for Texas Instruments for six years. Now, the the next little bit comes from... Uh, Texas Instruments, like the calculator company? Yes, that's the one. They also made... I had this thing. Uh, uh, it was a, a chessboard that you like, play against the computer. Yeah. So, like, it you... That's fun. Press hard enough into the thing. I was and then finger it tells blasting puss. No, you weren't, <laughs> Kyle. That's what you I was absolutely doing. were not. That's what I was fucking doing, dude. Finger blasting your own puss. Joke of the pod. I'll take it. Of course you will. <laughs> You'll take it with all fucking two fucking fingers. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, wait, hold on. You were talking about chess on a computer. Oh, see, I could, I could never beat it. But yeah, no, it was like, but it was an actual physical board that had chess pieces, and you line them all up, and then you, uh, you like press into the board where you put your piece, and then yeah. it comes up on the screen. It tells you where to place its piece. Yeah, no, I played that growing up. Did you, did you play a lot of chess growing up, Crazy? <laughs> I don't want to answer that. <laughs> did you play a lot of chess? Did you? I want to know where this is did going. Did you win or did you lose a lot? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't good. Okay, so but when you did lose, were you like a sword loser? A dinosaur loser. A dinosaur loser. A dinosaur loser. Following comes from a BuzzFeed article <laughs> titled "10 Things You Should Know About David Joyner." Joyner by Leonora Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Number one David was basically perfect for the role Because from a young age He had an obsession with mimicking And miming people Mimicking and miming Dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Okay How What's going on I want to be part of it Oh Emma sent me this I've plugged you the whole time our fucking producer Emma gets constant fucking plugs at Ipiz Blood. At Ipiz Blood on Twitter. What a beautiful woman. Bro. Ugh. I can't even oh, hear she's you. She's gonna Grace. Bit bite my fucking knees. She's gonna off, she bite said. me for real. Oh, oh, watch out for whiskey, baby. Uh oh, uh oh. Okay. Okay, hold on. What's the situation? I plugged you. You've been plugged. You're plugged. Oh my god. Whiskey. Sorry, she's an influencer, so she really wants to get plugged. She's a hashtag influencer. <laughs> Oh, I thought of a bad joke. I'm gonna say it. What? Say it. D- did you? Uh, hey, uh, this one's for the fellas. Did you? Uh, did you guys hear about the uh, the carnival that had okay, only? I Diana? didn't realize this was like a joke. <laughs> like when you said I thought of a bad joke, I thought it was like a riff. I didn't realize you were gonna be like, so there were two nuns, right? <laughs> <laughs> Me just had like an old timey late night set. So let me tell you. Okay, the following is a quote. Even when I was a kid, <laughs> I always knew I was going to get into entertainment. As a matter of fact, I used to stand in front of the television and lip sync the things that were on TV. Weird. If there was a newsreel or television show going on, I would literally stand there in front of the TV and I'd actually become that person. I know it sounds bizarre, 
Dude, he was training to be Jimmy Fallon for so long. Jimmy Fallon's still training to be Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> it's like a job he has not gotten. Number two, before becoming Barney, David's career was totally different. We already know a little bit about it. I was working <laughs> at Texas Instruments in Dallas, and this was in 1990 when I was deciding to give that up to pursue entertainment full-time. I was working as a software analyst. Number three, and this is one of my favorites, in trying to break into the entertainment industry, one of David's otter jobs was as a department store mannequin. That was one of his otter jobs, <laughs> not one of his dinosaur jobs. I'm not Hold letting on, Kyle. That put this over I'm mine so it looks this. like Mitch said it. No, joke see, of the pod. It makes me sad because I can't do joke of the pod to you my own can. joke. I can't. It's 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 too much. I veto that one. It's too much. I veto that and one. I you you always decide to not do it for my joke, so it's it's rude. Oh, oh okay. It's for rude. sure. Oh wait, I would oh. give you both a hug, but it's I'm over rude. here. He's being rude to oh me. I made a good joke. He's being rude to me. Okay. Emma, you couldn't kill anything if you tried. She stepped on a butterfly once. I bet she <gasps> did step on a butterfly once. It was sure. it was just crawly. It had a broken wing, and she <laughs> told me to do it, but I couldn't do it. What, I'm not a monster. What, what was what? You what sure was, it's not a monster? What was the body of the fucking Tumblr post after you stepped on the butterfly? <laughs> I didn't insult your man. No, I insulted you. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what's going on, but I'm on Emma's side. <laughs> Emma's coming at me right now. She doesn't even know why. Okay, good that I'm deaf on Emma's side. Emma, you want to come get on the pod? Tell me off. Okay, she's a coward. It's okay. Now it's just me and you. Now it's just me and you, Gracie. Oh, this is nice. I'm enjoying this. Mitch left. This is the first time Kyle has ever answered my calls. Um, That's not true. I know, but I wanted to seem cool. That makes you seem sad. <laughs> it makes me seem cool. <laughs> Sorry, dude. My life's not dinosauring over here. Like following as a quote. <laughs> Years ago, I used to be a mannequin. I would yeah, stand wait, in store up. windows, and I would stand there as a mannequin, just frozen. And I would go out and study different mannequins, different <laughs> poses. <laughs> Ah. Shit, dude, I was I wanted to that look as job. real as possible. That started at like five, six bucks an hour, and after about a year, I was able to charge a hundred bucks an hour. What I'd do... Wait, what? ...is I'd stand there for four hours, and each hour it's I a would real change thing. clothes. So it was a little fashion show also. What is he the fuck talking about? A hundred dollars an hour? No, 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 it's a real thing. In high school, freshman year, I was actually offered, this is really weird, I was offered the same job to be a Hollister, fucking, like, live that mannequin. absolutely a human Yeah, no, that's human right. trafficking, dude. You were going to get fucking sent to fucking Russia. <laughs> okay. There's no Crazy. Way. My mom said the same thing, which is why I wasn't yeah. allowed to take yeah. the job. No, for sure. But, no, 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 my friend did it. Like, literally, you just had to stand in the fucking, like, window and just, like, wear Hollister shit. And I thought it was so cool because you got free stuff and then you also got paid. But I didn't I didn't get to take the job. 
Anyways. <laughs> Human trafficking is a fucking problem. <laughs> okay. David had a metaphysical connection to Barney prior to his audition for the role. I kept watching these early Barney videos, and I would fall asleep. I couldn't understand why. I had these very clairvoyant dreams at times when I'm really trying to figure something out or solve a problem. So I have this dream, and in the dream that night, Barney passes out, and I run over to Barney and give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Of course, I wake up the next morning, realizing the dream, going, what was that all about? So as I'm driving to the audition, I stop and see this billboard. Southwest, Southwest Airlines, breathe life into your vacation. Not really thinking about anything. Drive on, get to the audition, park my car in the parking lot. I look up, same type of billboard. So I'm walking into the building, it dawns on me, breathe life. I had to breathe life into Barney. That's why I couldn't finish watching the video, because to me, Barney was really boring and didn't have a lot of life. Sure, he's. this is a fucking maniac, dude. This guy is legitimately terrifying. I can't believe okay. they let him around children, because he is... He's like Jim Carrey levels of scary right now. Okay, first of all, love Jim Carrey. Second of all, um, I'm just going to go ahead and guess he's sexually into Barney, right? Like, that's where we're going with this? No. Maybe. Not oh. into Barney. No, they're fucking friends from work, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know that dinosaurs and dudes can be friends, dude? Number five. Being Barney is intense. The role of Barney at first went to another actor, a young woman. Quote, the young lady didn't work out. They did a live appearance and she needed to take a break or something. I'm not sure what the whole story was, but apparently she was bombarded by kids. Eight months pregnant. (laughs) I don't know. She's a wuss. Apparently, she was bombarded by kids, couldn't take her break at the time, just really needed to get out of the costume and couldn't do it. So after that first event, they never heard from her again. Whoa. Okay. Do you think she regrets um, that? That chick? Like, probably no, not. I, mm, that's all I gotta say. Like, I feel like this guy's the only person crazy enough to view the role of Barney as, like, because he'll talk about it later. He views it as, like, a, a, a sacred role, almost. Like, he sure. fully understands the role he played in children's lives and appreciates every bit of it. I, I mean, think like, this it's... Lady was I kind of like like, Yeah, I could be in a suit. Right. Yeah, right. like, it's more, it's more Im- influential than anything I've ever done. So, like, I get it. Like, he's... I kind of like how he's into his job. This is, uh... Uh, number six. So clearly, the Barney suit requires tons of... I hate reading from BuzzFeed. I should have edited this. <laughs> the Barney suit requires tons of physical stamina to operate. This is a quote from David again. The costume is really heavy. It's about 70 pounds. It can get over 120 degrees inside. You have to be very comfortable with yourself and your sweat because you're going to be sweating profusely. You cannot be claustrophobic at all. The only place you can see is through the mouth, and when the mouth is closed, you see nothing. Oh, God. Your peripheral vision is basically where the mouth opens. So you've got this huge costume that's six foot seven. You're looking out of the mouth. You've only got these short arms to deal with, and you've got a long tail behind you and these big feet that you're wearing. 
I'm so sorry. Can we stop for a second? Did you say Barney's six foot seven? Barney is six foot seven. Yes. That Holy shit. God, and a face that you could just sit on. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I'm so into Barney right now. I mean, his friend's name is BJ. Like, that's well, pretty hot. It's funny that you say that because number seven, women just love Barney. Mm, puss <laughs> mad. Them. This is a quote back Any- then. When I was single and I was dating, yeah, I was pretty well known in the Dallas yeah, area. So much, so much pussy, you'd swear he had a gun. <laughs> if I ever Wait, mentioned I'll... that I played Barney, women would be like, ooh, wow, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave. It was great. I love how it just hyped up like it would be like this great thing. They're like, ooh, wow, yeah, okay, and just like casually scuffled away. That rules. You'd be surprised how well that works. Not that I would use it as a pickup line. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What do you think the... Okay, Kyle, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. What do you think the pickup line for a dude who played Barney is? <laughs> you, uh, you got any kids? Because you're going after MILFs, obviously. So you're looking for, you're looking for a MILF. Fucking <laughs> yeah. cu- you fucking cougar hunt, right? <laughs> you find yeah. one. You find one, and then you're like, you're like, so uh, you're talking to her, you're chatting her up. Then you're like, you got, you got any kids? And you're like, oh, I actually, uh, I work with kids. I, I play Barney, you know. And oh it's hard, shit! But, like, I touch a lot of kids' lives, and you know, I do a lot of outreach with with kids that are terminally ill, and it's a really important part of my life. Dude, if I were that, I'd be like, I work with a lot of kids. Want to swallow some of mine? <laughs> <laughs> Joke of the. <laughs> oh god beautiful grace god that's a, that's damn it. a joke that of the pod it. that's a joke of the that. pod you can gargle see, home see kyle kyle you 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 make a big deal about how nobody ever chimes in when you make a, a good joke but like there's a difference between a good joke and a joke of the pod <laughs> As we're like four jokes, I just saw the, the microphone <laughs> tighten in his fist. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you exist to anger me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Sorry, go on. No. Uh, number Everyone eight. Is- David has been partly responsible for a widespread, cult- widespread cultural impact, and this is what it's like. A lot of the fan base that grew up with Barney are in their 20s now. I still get compliments on Facebook and different places. They talk about how Barney was a huge influence in their life. And just the fact that I love you, you love me. I mean, that (laughs) itself is a testimonial song when it comes to people just expressing themselves. So I'm very excited for the fact that it's had a huge impact on a lot of people. Not just in America, but all over the world. Oh, and we lost. Gracie's gone. But her mic's still recording. Just Gracie riffing alone, yelling into the void. There she is. Your mic's still going, right? You good? Yeah. Cool. Uh, number nine. David can Okay, but wait. Can we talk about how rare... I know you guys are like all like in relationships that are serious and oh shit. Oh my god, here comes... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the I love you, you love me. What a rare and beautiful thing. What oh, a my God. Grace <laughs> God's depression. Backing up. Beep, beep, beep. 
make way. Hey, if you want to see Gracie Todd's depression's new alt act, you can check it out at uh, both Really Very and Kids in the Yard coming up this July. (laughs) Which room will it work better in? You tell me, folks. All right, well, God, fuck me for trying to feel warm inside. I'm done. Number nine, David can deal with Barney haters. <laughs> this is another quote. These are all followed by quotes by David. Physically, he's quite large. <laughs> he's eaten several. <laughs> when the kids got to that six, seven-year-old <laughs> age range. He deals with them with a dinosaur. <laughs> Joke of the pod. Thank I'll you. give you that. See, you Thank brought it you. back around. Thank you. And you did it. Thank you. And I'm. Yeah, dude. I'll give you Looking that. Slain. I end the recording. Like I get up and just turn everything <laughs> off, and I'm, oh, I thought we were done. <laughs> <laughs> when the kids got to that six, seven-year-old age range, and we're all, oh, I hate Barney. I can't stand Barney. <laughs> it n- God damn it, Grace. Just keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll handle this. It never really affected me. Because I knew what we were doing, and the message that we were spreading was just so powerful. Number 10, more recently, David has played another kid's costume character called Hip Hop Harry. Hip Hop Harry, is he a hippo? He's a hip hop, rapping, break dancing teddy bear. Oh, should have <gasps> been a hippo. Oh. Why Nowadays, why did though, that get such a response from you? It's a teddy bear. <laughs> Because I like teddy bears and I like artistic. You know what? (laughs) You like an alternate (laughs) teddy bear. Dude, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Wait, that teddy bear does a lot of stuff. He might be kind of an alt act when it comes to dancing bears. Because he's doing hip hop and (laughs) he has a guitar or whatever. What I was about to say just made me sound so pathetic. And after you guys made fun of my depression, we're going to move on. That's fine. That's fine. When all you gotta keep is strong <laughs> Like I so know you do. The following is from <laughs> God. Oh God, I love just letting Grace spiral. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Oh you do, buddy. All you gotta keep is following comes from a Vice article by Rebecca Sager. Sager? And it revealed... <laughs> God damn it! the worst part is that Grace is the one who brought this into play and like really made it happen and now I've, oh, I feel assaulted by it. Mm. Mitch, it's okay because when all you gotta keep <laughs> like I knew you would <laughs> oh, fuck. Move along. Yeah. Yeah, move along, Mitch. Move along, Mitch. Die, both of you. <laughs> die, die. Die, no oh. sore. 
I felt good about it. <laughs> well, uh, David now runs uh, a tantric massage business based in Los Angeles. <laughs> Can we all go? Can we all go, please? I'm begging you. Because David only accepts female clients. Can Gracie oh, go shit. for us? I don't Can think Gracie okay, wants hear me to out. do this. Okay, no, but she's in. She's in, folks. We're sending her in. It's a sting. Sting. Extinct. No. <laughs> God, why is everything so funny? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there's no, there's no listeners asking themselves that. I promise you. <laughs> why is everything so funny? <laughs> Dude, they're probably just uh, terror, terror, tearing, tearing a dactyl apart. You could probably quit. Yeah, yeah, you could right. probably give that up. Yo, when even Kyle is gone, I know it's bad. <laughs> Feels like you're just jurassing me now. <laughs> God, last these time I try a joke and get fucking ice aged about it. Like iced. An actual emotional toll on me. These, these jokes fine. My girlfriend don't. is asleep on a concrete floor right now. <laughs> because of you people. These jokes find a way. Oh, damn it. A full session with Tantra Massage Specialist and Spiritual Healer, David Joyner, mm-hmm. lasts three to four hours. God. And costs $350. It's at least minimum 85% cummies. For that price... <laughs> Female clients, the only kind he accepts, can expect to receive a ritual bath, chakra balancing, and a massage. You know, I bet if you wrote a nice enough letter, you could accept it, dude. It just has to be the right guy, I bet. He also offers his clientele the service of tantric sex. Ooh. I love me some tea exotic. With the Barney body. The goal of the session is to fully release a woman's blocked energy. Yo, dude, my energy has been hella blocked lately. He just can't be that Sounds good. Sounds like he'd eat Barty. He just can't be that good at sex with those little arms, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's grabbing her clit. He can't get to her titty. <laughs> I can't get to I hate the phrase grabbing her clit. Just grabbing her full clit. hand, just palming. Yeah, you know, you pick it up like a Yo, marble. Yo, isn't that how you do it? Yeah, you grab it like a marble and you just lift it like. <laughs> That's only if you like can find it. Yeah. You fucking, you find it. You bop it? it, flick it, spin it. Punish it. <laughs> Following is a quote. Clit, clit, clitsaurus. God damn! No, I'm not giving you that. That's where I draw the line, right there. Clitsaurus. Sordis, no, what is that where you draw a line? <laughs> or are we back? <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was bad. I meant Clitzerdis. Jesus Christ. That was that was good. <laughs> I stand behind it. I hardly know us. Emma's dad told me told Emma that he uh loves the podcast. 
listens yeah. to every episode. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, can I give a shout out to him? Please give a shout out to Andy Candelaria. Oh, Andy a, Candelaria. I, I hardly know her. That's not even. That'll happen. That'll happen, Andy. Hey, Andy, thanks for listening. You made a great kid. When the lingam yeah. or penis and the yoni or vagina meet. Yoni meet. There's a certain energy that takes place that hands, that hands on the body alone cannot create. Hams. Hams on the body alone. Dude, do you hear Laurel or Yoni? <laughs> it's like six months too late. But yeah. Good uh, Go Joiner is now 54, and his yogi-like presence is often accompanied by a warm smile. Even warm. through G-spot massage, it's still not the same energy that flows, he says. Today, Joiner's tantric massage practice boasts 30 clients, or goddesses, as he calls Whoa. them. Okay, hold on. I'm going to be called a goddess if I have sex with this dude? With Barney. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting the Barney keep part. Again that this is Barney. He is Barney. Okay, I like I was so in, and then I remembered Barney. Barney. He was also born in like 1967 or something, so he is old. He was 63. 63. He is older oh. than your parents, uh, but Ooh. he is Barney. So keep that in mind. Okay, we're we're just when we're in, we're out. He you used know? to he used to work at a calculator factory in the 90s. Don't you want to fuck this dude? Don't you want to pay to fuck this dude? dude. He's going to take three to four hours, but <laughs> he'll be solid. He unblocks the energy of two to four women a week, he says. He unblocks different. two to three. Yes. I mean, you okay. got to take time to recharge. Unblock that shit. Unblock that shit. Yeah, dude. It's a tad different it. than his work as a software analyst. Texas Instruments, a job nah. he held for six years. When he used to be a uh, software, but, but now all he does is uh, use his hardware. Am I right? But Joyner says his current work in Tantra does share many similarities with his job as Barney. Oh, how would you? What would you? What would you? <laughs> yeah, interested. Sounds sounds not good. It's weird how many uh, song breaks you have to take. That's why it takes four hours. You have to talk <laughs> for about 20 minutes when there's so many songs. <laughs> and you have to sit crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I've never come so hard while sitting Indian style. <laughs> it's first people style. Oh, right, right. Sorry. First people style. The energy I brought up while in the costume is based on the foundations of Tantra, which is love, he explains. Everything stems, grows, and evolves from love. Even I when you have that. emotionally blocked energy, the best way to remove it is to remove it with love. It's like big pedophile and energy And then replace right it with God's divine love. Love heals and allows you to continue to grow. Oh. Wait, is he starting a sex cult? Yeah, that's because like the second like I heard that it's cold enough to do it. I think he's <laughs> on the thing. he's on the verge though, Daddyo. Because he's when you want to start a cult, but you just like don't have the personality. You just you're not a closer. You know, you got to be out. <laughs> you got to be fucking Alec Baldwin, and you're just not. <laughs> when you wanna when you wanna start a cult, but you're like too alt. Am I right, guys? Alt. <laughs> I want to talk to you today about abs. Always be sorted. <laughs> oh, 
no. Oh, God. Barney, of course, radiated pure, joyful love. It was part of what children still full of innocence found so appealing about him. And it's what many parents, beaten down to various degrees by the sobering realities of the world, found so <laughs> annoying. True. I get that. Joyner gave that. expression to that love through his physical portrayal of the exuberant T-Rex. <laughs> oh, no. Exuberant T-Rex? Before I got into <laughs> the, the Barney costume... Same way I'm described. <laughs> before <laughs> I... <laughs> He's blind to motion, but he gets it. I have the same energy as the dinosaur from We're Back, a dinosaur story that's voiced by John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> just chasing down a bowl of fucking cereal. Yeah, dude, just chasing down a fucking bowl of cereal. That's my life. Before I got into the Barney costume, I would pray and ask God to allow his loving, divine spirit to flow through me, through the costume, and let it draw the kids. So terrifying. That Wait, energy kids? would always draw them in. God, bring me the boys. Oh, no. Children are more connected spiritually than adults. A lot of times when I see infants and I'm out and about at the grocery store or whatever, oh, no. they start staring at me. I make the joke, <laughs> you know who I am. You've seen my I like body. how the I like to imagine yeah. he's not even in the Barney costume. They're just people looking at him, like, as that's a what human. He's no, that's what he's saying. That's what Grace. he's saying. Wait, is no, that, really? Is that kids in the grocery store can look at him and tell and that he's Barney energy. when he's not in the suit. And he jokes, you know who I am, to infants. But the, just talking to infants in a grocery store. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got to be on a oh watch no. list, right? Like, <laughs> they've got to be yeah. monitoring people like this. Joyner says he also used his tantra training to maintain his energy during long, hot days on the set. Tantra training. Oh, uh, no. Tantra like, like Goku. Tantra <laughs> helped him to maintain an abundance of joy during the process, he says. Now, for many in the West, the word tantra conjures up images of Sting engaging in seven-hour marathon sex. But the practice has roots in both Buddhism and Hinduism, going back thousands of years and contains many facets. How Joyner speaks about Tantra today won't help clear up any confusion. He's the type of guy prone to spitting out a quote like this. When you go down on a woman... <laughs> you know, when, I, when I eat you and you eat me... <laughs> Let's get together in 69. <laughs> legs. It should be just like you're saying grace, like blessing the food hey. you're about to receive. That's her. No food in the world can compare to goddess nectar because spirit Ooh, is involved. True, true. Before true. you okay. taste. Okay. Wait, hold on, okay. hold on. I wish I, had, I wish I had gotten a picture of, of just you <laughs> reacting to the phrase goddess nectar. Oh, well, I hate uh, it before so much. you taste the goddess nectar, give thanks. Oh, no. Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry, but just Say imagining Grace. I would love women to understand how powerful that energy is. <laughs> dude, just a, just imagining a dude like getting down on his knees and praying praying to that pussy. Going, praying to that pussy, dude. Dude, what do you think the fucking pope does before he eats out Mrs. Pope? <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Pope. Oh, this is 
fucking popita. When he's about to misp mispipe Miss Pope, am I right? <laughs> when he about to pipe the fucking Miss Pope, dog. He he vat a can go down on her ass, bro. <laughs> if the when if he the, father son and holy goes at it, am I right? <laughs> when the steeple is uh as white smoke, you know she fucking came, dude. <laughs> Black smoke until she comes. White smoke after she fucking blows it all over that fucking weird little hat he has. It's got that fucking hole in the middle to fucking fill up with cum. He's gonna. Jesus he's gonna. Christ. He's gonna. Jesus Christ! Expel <laughs> the demons out of me. He's gonna. He's gonna drain this woman, dude. <laughs> Dude, when, when she's ready this to get the job of the Pope. <laughs> when she's ready to get Jesus that body Christ. of Christ, am I right, lady? <laughs> oh, Eucharist! I hardly know Eucharist. <laughs> so stupid, so fucking stupid. Stuperist. Hey, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck oh you, God. fuck Eucharist. I'm gonna kill you. Murder <laughs> <laughs> you. The you mission sleep. statement <laughs> on David's website, tantraharmony.com. Tantraharmony.com. It's like eHarmony, I get it. Well, but it takes way longer to sign up. <laughs> the mission statement is connecting your mind, body, and spirit together as one in perfect harmony, achieving a higher, and more blissful state of awareness to your sexuality and who you are as a spiritual being. It would be really funny if, like, on purpose, every page of that website takes, like, three and a half minutes to load. <laughs> <laughs> do, you guys, uh, do you guys think that every woman who's had uh, sex with him refers to him as, as uh, their TX? What? T-X, like they're T-Rex, but they're X. <laughs> yeah. God, I feel no. so good yeah. about it. No, she really thought it was like... Wow, solid. you like actually went for that, too. <laughs> Tried to lay it up. Damn. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah. Let's, hey, do another good joke so we can edit out that one and lay in a good one. Okay. Do one of the good <laughs> jokes this time. I know you have the list of the good jokes and the bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so do one from the list of the good jokes <laughs> this, this, this time. You and so I'll, and, but I'll edit out the other one and I'll edit out this and no one'll know. So it'll <laughs> it'll just me. <laughs> okay. Ready? And action. So uh <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I promise you I'm done, I promise. I promise you I <laughs> Can you uh can you uh put in the soundtrack for Johnny Cash's Hurt right now? Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what was that song you were singing earlier? Show no what it's like. Welcome to my life. Was that it? <laughs> no. When yeah, all oh, you gotta keep this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was all American Rejects. All American Rejects. The main singer for that was my biggest crush for a while. That tracks. Now it's uh, Birdman. Anyone never heard of him? Chris Bur Anderson. Bur Burban. 
Chris Anderson Burban. He's an NBA player. I don't ever heard of him. Cool. Okay, next. Go ahead, Mitch. Chris Wallace. For clients. I would rather die. Sorry. Go on. I'm so sorry. Go on. This higher and more blissful state of awareness is often best achieved through penetrative, penetrative, ideally unprotected sex. Ideally. Look, ideally. (laughs) We all know you got to throw a couple sheets of cellophane between you and this (laughs) fucking people. Yo, this straight up sounds like every one night stand I've ever had. Gracie, have you ever had anybody use anything other than a condom? Yeah, I've dude. Had friends that have had to use things other than condoms. Like what? Know, like a plastic. Like bag. their promise. What do you mean? Not like a plastic bag, like cellophane. Why didn't they go to a store? Work. It, just, it just wasn't working out that way. Not use anything and just like. Wait, you I mean like any product other than a condom? Yeah. No, like he's saying that he's had friends wrap their. Genitals. I was talking to my buddies. They used a, one of my friends used a Walmart bag, and the other one, <laughs> the other one, the other one wrapped himself in cellophane. What? Wrapped himself. What? I like that the way you phrase that implies that he wrapped his entire self yeah, in his cellophane, whole, his whole body to be safe from. Yo, birth. dude, are your friends we okay? Had it was just the game. Huh? What'd you say? Are your friends okay? Oh, I mean, I'll call him and check. Dude, just imagine the amount of savings he got while fucking that girl with a Walmart bag. I mean, you got to pay 10 cents. So Rollbacks, am I right? <laughs> when you hit her from the rollback, am I right, boys? <laughs> oh. Condoms, quote, block the energy, and he prefers not to use them. Joyner provides his STD test to prospective clients who are asked to disclose any STDs in a signed consent form prior to their first session. These methods, according to other Tantra coaches, are highly unorthodox. Mm. That's fair. <laughs> but that's the only problem they have with him. <laughs> the fact that he's Barney and, like, fucking people for four-hour-long sessions they're cool with, but they're like... Okay, ah. but anyone who runs, like, a tantric sex, like, anything probably isn't the best person, right? And you're basing that off of hey, what? I love you, you love me. Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> pretty fucking simple fucking statement to me. Let's get together and fuck this pussy. Oh, don't do that to our childhood. Why would you do that? Why would Dude, you? Dude, I think I think that guy did that to your childhood, not me. <laughs> not me. Gracie, you've really let me down. Why would you do that to our childhood? Okay, well, from what I've heard from the Barney guy... Why would you that letting someone people? down and going down on someone is a big thing. <laughs> yeah, you truly treat me like a goddess. <laughs> now, Joyner very much believes in his practice. Once I, the Lingham, I keep thinking you're saying Dorner like Chris Dorner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like they probably have similar uh body people types. He does practice go on. Okay, yeah. Ideals, body types, uh, body fat percentages. I'm sure they're a lot alike in a lot of ways. Once the lingam is inside the yoni, there's a technique where you don't even move. I'm sorry. Wait for oh. one more time. Can you repeat that one more time? Once the lingam. Lingam? Penis. I yes. know him. Is inside the god damn it. <laughs> Once the Yoni, lingam there's a technique 
the the lingam is the penis, the yoni is the vagina. No. There's a technique yeah, where I you thought, don't even move. I thought Liam Yoni was on this season of <laughs> Last Comic Standing. Jesus Christ. Wait, so you said don't even move? So they're star fishing, right? You're, you're harmonizing spiritually and consciously as you're looking into each other's eyes and you're feeling each other's energy take place. You're just letting that dick soak. This you know, is about like wait, so no one's up. moving? <laughs> this no also, one's Kyle, moving. gross as fuck. You're just that staring gross. into each other's eyes as no one moves. <laughs> that dick is just soaking like their dishes overnight. You feel me, dog? Oh, no. Kyle, I don't feel you, dog. I don't <laughs> feel you, dog. Dude, I feel the opposite of what you're feeling, dog. Nah, dude, you never fucking just let it soak. Like 20 I'm minutes. Going don't to move kill it. Myself. Just let it just wither. That's you know? called star fishing, right? You let it prune. Oh God. It is called. Dude, soaking, you right? ever you ever pickle your dick, dude? Yeah, dude. You fi- you fucking feed your girlfriend vinegar. Oh, uh, dude, four I months? love pickle dick. Pickle dick. Go <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Morty, dog. Oh. Did you know that the pickle dick episode um was written by a female writer? Ugh, God, Gracie. God, why don't you stop? <laughs> why are you trying to set back female comedy writing for 10 years? God damn it. No, you know, every fine. time somebody says, you know a woman wrote this, a female writer dies? You're responsible for what happens to Liz Merriweather tomorrow morning, Gracie. No, Megan Gons fine. might not make it through the night because of you. No, I'm just going to... And no, we need keep- Megan Gons. No, no, keep uh, keep riffing. I'll just save this for later. Uh, I only support women privately, but once we're on air, <laughs> I am gone. And you know what? On that note, y'all riff. I have to go get my cigarettes that okay. I postmated. Also, also, we might need I'm to edit this out. I'm a garbage we, person. We, we might need to edit this out. I'm on 4%. And I can't charge and have headphones in at the same time. So he said, he, he, said, he said we're almost done. Okay. So you and I just have to riff while he gets the cigarettes that he uh, postmated to himself. Because this is the kind of person that uh, he is, is the kind of person that says, well, I'm not going to buy a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> I'm just going to slowly postmate them to myself. Um, it is... There is there's a level of crust punk that that Mitch lives at and I love it. Dude, honestly, you need your wallet to go to the Postmates? Yeah, truck? For cigarettes you have to show your goddamn ID. You have to show your ID. Yeah, cuz you do. Well, you have to show your ID for six. He, well, if you're him. If you're God. if you're if you're Mitchell. If you're Mitchell. Show My your license? ID for six. My license? There, no. Wait. He's going to Why do you need Kyle's license? He's going to use my fucking ID because he's a goddamn you c- criminal. He's going to try to say he's me. Oh, my God. This is going to be amazing. I'm so excited for this. How, uh, oh what do you think, what do you think, uh, Mitch's Vegas accent is going to be? His what? Vegas accent. He has to pull off your Vegas ID, dude. Oh, man, I think he's going to go a southern route. He's good at that. His roots are... He was born in the heart of Dixie. The hospital he was born at was actually called the Heart of Dixie Hospital. Did you know that? Fuck, dude. Born in the heart of Dixie. I can't... Okay. This story's crazy because I really don't... I, I don't like that he 
that the sexuality of this tantric shit exists in the same person that the Barney stuff exists, and he sees it as like one unified leveled surface of experiences. Dude, like I'm sorry. He doesn't carpet compartmentalize them you know what i mean like there's gotta be pedophilia in there there has to be there's gotta be dude you can't be this sexual of a creature i feel like because he is a very sexual person right because he's like very much claiming that like barney's a sexual creature right and like like, the love flowed through him while they were recording and shit like it just feels you know like it, it feels like there's gotta have been there's, there there's gonna be, to be there's gonna be a leaving Neverland, but it's just like leaving Barney's backyard. <laughs> leaving Barney's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you! They shouldn't have made her bop. She was just a baby. She was just. Come on, that's what? a great. So I want to know. I want to know. This actually is a question for Mitch. But while he was doing this tantric shit, he still had the job as Barney. How did like? the people creating barney like not see like this website and these i just want to know like so obviously while he was still barney he was doing this weird shit how did like the producers the directors not like see this and be like hard swerve we need a new barney i don't get Uh, it now we are gonna get to that before too long we are gonna get to that cool i'm on Two percent, so we might need to take a quick ten-minute pause so I can charge real quick. What? Can you not just plug it in? Sure, headphones are plugged in. Same port. Oh, that's right. That's they how that you. works. Yeah, they got gotcha. you. They fucking got us. All right, can we take it? Can we literally take a ten-minute break? Like, pause right now. Oh shit! I'm not talking into my microphone. Uh, <laughs> no one's ever gonna hear like my. That? No one's gonna hear my political. Bur- Bar- Barney Sanders joke. God, I love it still. Second time, it hits just as hard. It hits just as fucking hard. Uh, folks, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, um, but we back and so we, we back. We, we call yeah. them technical difficulties where we... <laughs> our podcast. Uh, we had some technical difficulties because we are doing this podcast uh, remote um, via satellite. Gracie Todd is joining us via satellite like a prisoner. Because like I'm felon. in Chicago, because I don't know if you guys knew this. I'm a Chicago comic now, specifically uh, hashtag com- Chicago. Chicago alt comic. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag shy alt scene. Hashtag alt cargo. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag um, been in a lot of open mics trying to die. Let's do it. Let's get back into it, boys. Am I right, boys? Chicago. Chicago. I hardly know. We're back. Let's tree, finish tree, this. Wait, hold on. I just said Trivago, and that's a fucking roast on your whole fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> Trivago, Illinois. I feel it so hard. <sighs> All right, now, Mitch, Mitchie off, Boo, let's finish this. Uh, David was saying, once the lingam is inside the yoni, there's a technique where you don't even move. We talked about that. Hot. Uh, you're harmonizing spiritually and consciously. Hot. Um, this goes beyond the realm of the merely physical. Says here, here, you just put you put your dick in her, and it moves less than a fucking teenage kid in a Starbucks. Jeez. <laughs> God. 
Kyle. That's not allowed. <laughs> I'm out here wondering if it is. Dude. A lot of women have never really had spiritual sex. No, I feel that. I don't think I've ever had spiritual sex. I have. No. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Kimberly Resnick Anderson. Soaking. Kyle's aunt. <laughs> Soaking. A sex therapist and professor of psychiatry at UCLA's David Geffen, David Geffen School of Medicine. Mm-hmm. I love... I love that's I know I went to Geffen Records too, but no, it's not that Geffen. Oh, maybe Geffen. Oh, I'm thinking of records. You know, God, shut all the of the Guns N' Roses early shut records came out under Geffen. Geffen. God, oh, like no one. <laughs> I haven't said a single fucking name. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Sorry, talk about Barney's now, spiritual says, sex. No, this is uh, a sex therapist. Says that yeah. she's all for people luxuriating uh, in their sexual experiences, but has concerns about Joyner's practice of having intercourse with clients, especially unprotected. No, he, I feel that. He's exclusive. Well, even he's porn stars... He's uber exclusive. <laughs> he's Cadillac, dude. Even porn stars use a condom, she says. It's the law. No, they don't. I've seen it. It's <laughs> uh, I'm about to Ben Shapiro destroy this chick with logic and facts. <laughs> no, but really, I can't remember the last yeah. porn Sorry. I've ever seen Sorry with a condom. Sorry about your feelings. They're not I facts. actually, and you know what? This is Live. maybe too much to share, but I... I can't come if there's like a condom. Like that bothers me in porn. I don't like seeing a condom. That like I'm like, what's the point then? What are you people even doing? I actually No, dude, I, do. I feel that I can't come unless there's six men with curly mustaches that get You can't out. come unless there's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I can't come unless there's a dinosaur. No. Six no, no, of them no, no, no. specifically like, with like curly when, mustaches. I like when a girl I like when a girl puts the uh, two condoms on her hands like they're mitts. <laughs> and then she slaps the fuck out of the guy. For him not to use condoms is medically unethical and irresponsible. This is outrageous and for outside and far outside the standard of care. Joyner began his current practice in 2004 and finds clients any number of ways from word of mouth to converting women he's met on Tinder into believers. It's hard for him to find people through word of mouth because it's the only way he can see. <laughs> that's funny. That's okay, that's no, funny as fuck, dude. I almost forgot like, the earlier right. part, but that's yeah, good. That's very good. That was dude. good. That's good, buddy. That was good. Like You've, act you've been listening this time. Yeah. You're, you've, you're like actively listening. Guys, I'm here. It's I'm funny because I, I had to put literally put an iPad in front of him in order for him to listen. David sees clients in their homes all over L.A. Uh, from Brentwood to Long Beach to deep in the valley and even out of state. His website contains several goddess testimonials, each more breathless than the last. And it's effusive <laughs> praise of Joyner and the benefits of sessions with him. Joyner says that before or during his initial consultation with the client, if he feels 
they're not ready for or can't handle the spiritual experience or are simply looking for a physical release, he will not take them on. Lisa, aged 50, who, like Joyner's other clients, preferred to use a pseudonym to main privacy, said by phone that she found Joyner through Tinder. She had intercourse with him around the third session and described it as a spiritual awakening. She's now been a client for three years. She says it took her a few sessions before she was comfortable enough with Joyner to have intercourse. Yeah, you got to warm up. It's, it wasn't ta- it's tantric, so you gotta wait three, three sessions until you even fuck. It wasn't as if I felt like I had to have a full session to get there, but then again, it was like, maybe I do. You feel that? Lisa has also occasionally insisted that Joyner wear a condom when they have sex. <laughs> so she's not, she's not there for a spiritual, she's... There to get, like, yeah. she wants to bang. She's trying to get a condom full of Barney. Which is reasonable. He's just a prostitute. Like, he's trying to sell himself as a religious, like, spiritual leader it's on a some good, level. A he's a prophecy he's and a ju- prostitute. He's a prophestute. Prophestute. I hurt myself. <laughs> Who do do you think is more likely to fuck you without a condom, Big Bird or Barney? Okay, um, in this scenario, you're talking about or not the beauty of and. Now, none of David's clients that Vice spoke to provided through (laughs) Joiner. Big old bird. Big bird, man, am I right? Chris Anderson, hit me up. I am begging you. (laughs) I am begging you, Birdman. I love you. If you're fucking him and you keep calling him Big Birdman. <laughs> Who's my Big Birdman? No, but really, Birdman, hit me up. I love you. Your cat's hella cool. Yo, there's the no, Mohawk's there's no still small, into it. There's no small bird. They could have just called him Bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to finish him on 3% buddies again. Uh, now, it might also, his practice, be illegal. In the state of California, massage with the intent to, with the intent of causing arousal is considered solicitation. Okay, well, I consider it hot next. <laughs> Protect himself. Joiner says he had a police officer friend help him write a contract that he has all potential clients sign during the consultation process, stating that they not law enforcement or part of a sting operation. What I would give to read to pour over Barney's fuck contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, section four, uh, as you see, uh, subclause nine is uh, I love you. Uh, here, here to known as the lover uh, thereafter. And <laughs> oh, God. I just want to know, like, how many pages he talked about uh, not wearing a condom. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> little watermark. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, when he leaves his watermark on you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, she's 30 today. Now, he says that the first session is free and without money exchanged, the session is legal consent. This, he contends, is his legal loophole. Hold on. 
So he's charging women for him to have sex with them, right? Not only, yes. not yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Not he o- is. not only is he Barney, not only is he a tantric sex coach, he is also a legal loophole wizard. <laughs> a loophole wizard. He's not so, according to California defense attorney Jonathan Kelman. Turns out he didn't know that much about holes. Jesus Christ. The fact that Joyner charges for subsequent sessions, Kelman says, means if a client of Joyner's happens to complain to authorities, Joyner could be charged with the act of prostitution. Dude, it's crazy that Joyner uh, didn't have protection. Is that taking you a second, Kyle, or you just didn't like it? Not a fan? I liked it. I like that one, Grace. I'm on board with that one. Okay, thanks. No, it's fine. I liked. I wouldn't have thought of it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, I felt like it. that was just more for me to be you okay. You didn't get it. I didn't get it. It was super high. I didn't get that joke at all. Okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and walk you, Grace. Don't worry. He just didn't get it. I'm gonna okay, walk go, you through it. Go through it, buddy. Okay, now, uh, so if a, a client complains to authorities. Yep. Mm-hmm. He'd be charged with the act of prostitution, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I understood all the setup. Okay, so he didn't have protection. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like legal protection. Like yeah, legal. No. But also, okay. no see, condoms. He doesn't use condoms. <laughs> see, here's the issue, right? Is I think I was hoping there was more joke. Oh no, there's like, not. Like you ever go to like see like an apartment? You're like, oh, is this? Oh, fuck. This is all there is. This is a studio. No, I've been looking at no. homes. True. No, I totally get it. I'm an alt comic. You might not be into it. Uh, it is <laughs> like it's 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 a it's a it's an acquired taste. Yep. It's an alt yeah. acquired taste. Alt acquired. It's an alt acquired taste. Oh. Uh. No, this is going great. I'm having so much fun. It's like uh. it's like a fine wine, you know. That like yeah. has, pretends to have a Russian accent for half its set. Now, David says that not all of my Oof. sessions have sex or... Oh, I'm totally glazing over whatever you said. I didn't even hear it. That's I'm not even there for you. I imagine you wouldn't be. <laughs> not all of my sessions have sex or spiritual intimacy. <laughs> it's only that. in the full sessions when someone is ready to take their sexual energy to a higher level. Because I then it's about understanding that when the lingam and the yoni connect, there's a spiritual exchange that takes place. I just want to take a moment to remind you again that this is Barney. Not physical pleasure. It's not about sex or trying to coerce someone into having sex. It's about removing emotionally blocked energy. Why, why, why does Barney just sound like Robert California? <laughs> there okay, is but no I kinda, such I kind of feel... Okay, I kind of feel where he's coming from. I get it. Joyner discovered Tantra and spiritual sexuality in the 1980s at age 20 while training in Swedish massage, when he took, (laughs) which he took up as a way to make extra money while at ITT. He began connecting the two when, while practicing massage on the side. Yeah, you feel me? Go on. While practicing massage on the side. Clients began telling him. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys marinate on it. All I can think about is Gracie's phone battery. I did. 
She is on three, but she's chilling. Grace, what if you just unplugged your headphones for now? On we th- have on like three wrecks. Five minutes left. Let's not worry about the sound for that. No, just let's just write it out. Three minutes. Let's write it yeah. out. Turn your fucking screen brightness all the way down and let's write this out. Don't even see us. Now, uh, clients of David's began telling him that his touch aroused him. Aroused them. Aroused him. Aroused them. He continued deeper into his studies and shared his love of Tantra openly until he was asked to put a lid on it upon being cast as Barney in 1991. Dude, can't you tell by now that this guy doesn't know how to put a lid on his penis? (laughs) (laughs) But you liked that one? That was good. That was fun. According she, to Joyner... She has some. She has some. According to Joyner, attorneys for the show told him he was not allowed to teach, practice, or talk about Tantra while under contract playing the character. He was told it was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Dude, don't you hate when your lawyers are having a temper tantrum? What? And she's back out again, boys. Do you, not, do you not get it? I actually didn't get that one. Like, oh, okay. I, like I didn't so. get that one at all. Please walk <laughs> me through it. You had uh, Okay, you guys, oh, I Tantra. think. Oh, that was good. I liked that one. That's <laughs> you good. Because really? I feel like it, I do. you guys no, it explaining it, meaning no, it's I've not going great. No, we're, I genuinely, I didn't catch that. That was good. I liked it. I liked it. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, that, she's that back. Was, she's that back. Was, that was a joke, baby. <laughs> she's here. She's still here. Is she, though? <laughs> Still, he practiced covertly throughout his decade in the purple suit and says his devotion to Tantra remain, remained a secret he'd share with some members of the crew. Oh, God. What? No. Yep. Weird. But all who worked on the show he maintains could sense a certain energy about him. <laughs> it's such a weird conversation to have over, like, craft services pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> I've just imagined Ritz and like thick cheese slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just, just the thickest cheese. You, it's like the kind of conversation you've been in for five or six minutes before you realize what he's really talking about. You know what okay. I mean? And you're like, whoa, wait, what? Yo, as someone who for like a year and a half, sh- like job was straight up to like give out fucking like. Ritz and fucking like craft services. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Wait. No, it's fine. I'll just go by myself. Go on. No, I want to know about that. I'm fascinated by this. I, uh, Here's that was the, like my job for, sh- for a year and a half. She was in charge. She was, a- was this on a set or? Yeah, it was honest. You know what? Never mind. Go on. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. I feel like you think we're attacking you when we just want you to tell your story. Okay, anyways, um, as someone who, like, only job was to do that for a while, um, the weirdest shit came out during those hours. Go on. You can't just leave us there. The what? What's the weirdest shit? Oh, I can't say like, that. Like, like Barney. What? You can say that. You, you don't have to what? say who. This, you can say what. This derailing was insane. If you don't, you can't bring us to this place. And that 
Is this Tantra? Is that the joke? Oh, God. You're just going to bring us to the edge and leave us there? Awful. I often shared with the crew that the energy I brought up in the costume is based on the foundation of Tantra, love. Now, Stephen White, who was the head writer of the Barney franchise from 1992 to 2005, says he just found out about Joyner's life in Tantra a few years ago. But he can see how the pieces fit. I did know David was a very spiritual guy, very positive guy. He radiated energy. Okay, but like if the pieces do a fit, then pretty David sure he radiated. <laughs> she felt okay about that one. I'm still on board. Okay. When I found out the details of what's involved in Tantra, I was surprised. I thought it was an interesting transition for Barney. It's kind of still the I love you, you love me deal, but different. I don't judge or anything, but that's a side of David I didn't know. Okay. David was eccentric and wonderful and into things that I wouldn't have been privy to given my age at the time, says Leah Montez, now 39, who played Lucy from age 9 to 15. Now he keeps all kinds of other women, Lucy. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, but I'm here for that one. (laughs) I am. I am. Lucy remembers him as a normal, funny, really energetic and happy guy. Joyner says he wants to spread the word of Tantra and the power of the goddess energy. Dude, when he wants to spread the word and the legs, am I right, my dudes? (laughs) I don't know why, but part of me was waiting for, like, an audience laughter (laughs) on that one. She's old. She's living. The podcast is better when we support each other's jokes, so I'm going to laugh at the next jokes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yes. Oh yeah. Are you are you on that train now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh cool. cool. Just let everybody know. He does it now as a tantra massage specialist, and for a decade he did it across TV screens all over the nation as Barney the Purple Dinosaur. He sees many similarities between the two. Quote: I always said it was never an accident, and that I was meant to do this character, because a lot of the elements of Barney were a lot of the things I was training with in Tantra. Fuck me with the feet on. <laughs> use use the feet. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think he would use a condom if it was, like, purple and the head of it was green? <laughs> no, no, see, it would have to be purple and then the belly of it is green. Okay, the underside. Just, just like the underside of the shaft. That's hot. Dick should have a different color on the underside. It should be like unique to the Yours doesn't? I don't want to say it again. Bright purple. But like, cummy in my tummy. Cummy in my tummy. I'm Telecummies. So to be a <laughs> Telecummies. Now there's fun. There's got to be a couple tantric fuckers in the Teletubbies, right? Like, one of those guys has to be into holding loads. <laughs> I mean, at least one of them, right? Yo, what do you think powers those TVs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yum, yonder. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they say. What, what does a Teletubby sound like when they come? Do everyone do their impression? Gracie, you're first. Oof. Um. 
so sorry. That's very good. So Mitch, sorry. Mitch, uh, let's, let's hear your Teletubby come eat your Telecummies. Oh, fuck yeah, take it, you bitch. <laughs> okay. Kind of a deconstructionist <laughs> postmodernist take on the Teletubby coming. <laughs> All right, Cal, you're up, buddy. Mine's kind of a... Oh, no. I don't know why, but I got hella Santa helper vibes from that. <laughs> oh, we gotta be ready for Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> well, guys, that was that was the episode. Oh, no. <sighs> we potted your fucking brains out. Our you're, own brains out. I hope you're ready. Uh, we, to, uh, we had internal disputes. There was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, I'm glad that I that at the end there I turned it around, decided to, to laugh at all the rest of the jokes because there were a lot of jokes. Oh yeah, at. were there? So I'm glad that I turned it. No, around. I'm really glad I put myself out there and got denied for a lot of these jokes. It felt really. That's good. a pattern in your life. I just want to um, say that I was on board the entire time, Gracie. But you know, like He's I said, I always liar. support your bad ideas. He definitely wasn't on board the whole time. There were times no, you jumped off. I was there. I was. There was times you jumped off. I was there when. Yeah, you were there when you went and got your cigarettes for Postmates. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Super Very Extremely Internet Online. So okay, I love every single one of you. Just wanted to state this real quick. You guys are the bomb. I'm obsessed with every one of you. Energy. Okay, see you next podcast. Bye. Bye.